This is the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, January 19th. Good morning, Corey. Good morning. We got a lot of stuff going on today, don't we? A lot of stuff going on, especially on our uh, broadcast schedule tonight. Yeah, that's it. that. Let's do it. Let's run through it here very quickly. First of all, I have a Mid-State Conference girls basketball game tonight on the Fan. That's AM fourteen thirty and ninety eight point five FM. The Fan. Detroit Lakes at Staples Motley Girls Hoops. The Cardinals two and eight on the season. They're 0-1 in Mid-State Conference play. Losers now of six straight, working backwards in the schedule to Park Rapids area, West Central area, Rothsay, Pine River Bacchus, Piers, and Little Falls. Just not a the Mid-State Conference doesn't play a lot of conference games because there's not a lot of teams in that conference anymore. So, uh, yeah, like I mentioned, 0-1. In conference play and and uh, trying to get on on board with a very good uh, Detroit Lakes Lakers team who's nine and three coming into tonight's contest. However, they are zero and one in conference play as well. Uh, they are in their last uh, six are four of their last six, winners of four of their last six. They lost to Alexandria on Tuesday night, beat Brainerd on Saturday. A loss to Pequot Lakes, beat Bemidji, Wilmer, and Crookston uh, leading up to tonight's contest. Pequot Lakes is the top team in the Mid-State Conference, tied with Crosby, Ironton, and Park Rapids area. They're each 1-0. and Detroit Lakes, Aiken, and Staples Motley each 0-1. Detroit Lakes averages 50.3 points per game. They give up 42.9. And Staples Motley scores 42.1 and gives up 56.4. So, again, that game on the fan tonight, scheduled for roughly a 7.15 pregame and a 7.30 tip time. On 105.9 FM, the Superstation K106 tonight, we have boys hockey. I guess this is uh, uh, would be mid-state conference boys hockey as Wadena Deer Creek uh, hosts Northern Lakes. And I picked, uh, here we go, I got to pick the wrong team. There we go. All right, now that my world is finally organized, Wadena Deer Creek is 8-4 and four overall. They're 3-2 and two in conference play. They lost the Highway 71 Cup on Tuesday night at Park Rapids area 3-2. Uh, they beat Lake of the Woods prior to that, lost to Detroit Lakes prior to that, and won 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 in a row, their biggest win streak of the season between December 6th and December 29th. Again, they play Northern Lakes this evening, who's 5-7 and seven overall. They're 3-0, and oh, however, in conference play. They won their last game 11-2 over Prairie Center area, dropped four straight um, to Duluth-Denfeld, Greenway, Nashua-Kewatton, Duluth-Marshall, and Thief River Falls. This should be a uh, big-time conference matchup tonight. Detroit Lakes, the top team, Mid-State Conference boys hockey at 4-0. and Northern Lakes is second at 3-0 and in conference play. Uh, they average 3.8 goals per game and give up 3.6. Wadena Deer Creek third in the conference at 3-2. They score 5.2 goals per game 
and give up 4.1. That'll be a 6.45 pregame and a 7 o'clock faceoff again on the Superstation K106. Dan Terhar, Jamie Pettit on the call. Should be a good one uh, over on the Superstation. Like you said, some top teams in the Mid-State Conference. Wadena Deer Creek trying to rally uh, after an overtime loss to uh, Park Rapids area on Tuesday. So, yeah, going to be a, a fun night uh, of hockey. It should be, and like you said, a, a girls' basketball game on tap as well. So, Corey, what do you say uh, we talk about uh, uh, the real big news story of the day here? Uh, Planters Peanuts okay. uh, is in search of drivers. Uh, not necessarily like, like semi-drivers. They don't need people hauling stuff across the country. No, they need people... To drive the Nutmobile. The Nutmobile. Okay. That's that's a thing that exists, apparently. Uh, you know, like Oscar Mayer has the Wienermobile? Yeah. Yeah, so Planters apparently has a Nutmobile. Has a Nutmobile. Yeah, you... Uh, wow. Yeah. The- I had no idea. What's the? Was you got any details? What's the pay? Yeah. Uh, well, there is nothing uh, here on pay, but the criteria says uh, that you need to represent the Planters brand in media interviews and appearances. You need to delight fans across the country, uh, engage in consumer interactions. Uh, all attendees and onlookers make sure that they have a nutty time and a positive brand experience with the Nutmobile. I have a question. Do you have to really have a nutty time? Like you supposed to be like, whoa, whoa. peanuts, man. Whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> uh, I, I guess that's that's what they're saying. Must you be a nut job to get the nut job? I would I would assume yes. Like it almost have to be. Are you required to wear a helmet that looks like a peanut? I I don't think it's required, but I think it's highly recommended. Is it? Um, it so oh man, I've I have so many questions about this. We all know what the Wiener Mobile looks like. Yes. Does the does the Nutmobile? <laughs> does the the what it what is it? Is it just like a pickup truck? I I don't know. It's uh it says. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Uh, I would love to know what it looks like. I, they don't have any pictures, I don't think, quite yet. Um, I got nothing on, on how it looks. Uh, all I know is that... Uh, oh, my gosh, it looks like a giant peanut. It does look like a giant peanut? Yeah, it really does. Oh, my gosh. It's just a peanut on... It looks like... That's one giant nut. It looks like... Um, I don't... Like a like an RV. Like a, like a motorhome. Sure. Like that's how big it is on too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like convert it's like bigger than a conversion van. Yeah. It's uh, it's it looks longer than like a short bus, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it says here the desire to travel is important for this position, an appetite for adventure and proficiency in nut puns. Oh, I see. Yeah. That's a must, they say. A resume cover letter and a short video essay describing why you would make the perfect peanutter uh, needs to be submitted by February 14th. I got to be honest with you, I'd be uncomfortable calling myself a peanutter. I, yeah, no, I, I, I would too. Do you think, uh, is the vehicle a stick shift? Like, do you have to be able to operate a stick shift to get the nutmobile going? I, I feel like you would have to. I mean, what what else are you gonna do? I gotta I gotta be honest with you, uh, CJ. If this were just post college, Corey mm-hmm. speaking, 
I would be totally interested in being a peanutter. Yeah. Or the or the the uh uh wiener man for Oscar Mayer. What do you yeah. what are the, the what wiener are they mobile? Uh, I think they're just called wieners. They're not called the wiener man. <laughs> I don't. I sure hope not. You don't think so? No. Do they, do they just call him Mister Weenie? Ma- yeah, maybe it's Mister Weenie. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what it is. I'm looking at uh, at a picture here, and they're you know there's. They're like they're uniformed a little bit, of course. You know, like uh-huh. a, like a polo shirt or a t-shirt with sure. some khaki shorts. They don't have like the old timey hot dog man, like at a ballpark. He's got the little paper cap and like got the long white coat. When you hit the horn, does it say nuts, peanuts here? Get your peanuts. I mean, I sure hope so. Uh, I hope it has uh, that campaign. I think it was from Planters a long time ago. Uh, this pleases the nut. I sure hope like. Like you hand some kids some peanuts and you honk the horn, just says this pleases the nut. When you are asked, so how do you like your job? Are you required to say this job is nuts? Whoa, whoa! <laughs> I think so. That it has to be a requirement. I think if you don't, they fire you on the spot. That's probably. Well, when I got this job, I was shell shocked. Ah, uh, but it it really turned out to be nuts. Well, I'm starting to crack under the pressure. Whoa, wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got nothing from here. Uh, speaking of driving people nuts, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, played last night, and they lost in the final minutes, final minute, really, of regulation. Uh, they lost to the Denver Nuggets by four. And I think in that the Wolves were up almost that entire fourth quarter, or at least weren't trailing for most of the fourth quarter and just lost it late. And this has been countless times this year. The Wolves have fallen apart in the final five minutes. And, Corey, I'm directing my ire uh, as a certified, government-issued, card-carrying member of the D'Angelo Russell Haters Club. Uh, what are we doing with D'Lo anymore? Uh, he had a he had a nice three down the stretch to try and extend the Wolves' lead uh, in the last five minutes. But outside of that, he had a couple bad shots where he bricked it off the side of the glass. Like, didn't even hit the rim. It hit the side of the backboard like you're watching a bad high school boys game. Like, that kind of shot. And then also, with under a minute to go, th- just threw the ball directly out of bounds. Uh, I, I, what are we doing with D'Angelo Russell, Corey? What we've always done with D'Angelo Russell. We just watch D'Lo be D'Lo. We've rode the wave. There is no wave. D'Lo does not have... He's he's a, he's a reverse wave. He's a riptide. He just like, like oh, that looks exciting. And then you realize it's going to kill you. And it's too late. It's already too late. <laughs> he's He is, um, uh, to his credit, I guess... He has been the exact same player his entire career. This, That's also fair. He is like this is who he is and always has been and seems to always will be. I, that didn't make sense, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Unless he ever decides to accept that he's the sixth man coming off the bench to lead the second unit and, and be dynamic or... I don't know what it is. Like, the ball just, this team is set up that the ball needs to be in his hands for some reason to make decisions, and he's not, like, a decision maker. No. There was a there was a uh, that play where D'Angelo bricked it uh, off the side of the rim. 
it was there was Anthony Edwards had the ball. He had a nice tough layup the dry uh, the possession before, and the Nuggets obviously making a concerted effort just stop Anthony Edwards. So Ant's like, all right, let me move the ball around, try and get somebody else a shot, and it felt like nobody else wanted to shoot. And I get it if you're a Kyle Anderson or if you're a Nas Reed, maybe you're not shooting that three. But if you're D'Angelo Russell, isn't that kind of part of your job description? The ice in the veins kind of guy. He's been shooting really well this year to his credit. So like I. I just don't know. I just don't know with him, man. I think, like you said, he's always been the same player. I think he's just very unself-aware, and I think that gets him in trouble, like it did last night. I think sometimes he just doesn't he doesn't read the room quite as well as he should. His name has come up in trade talks a little bit. Miami Heat have been a team that have inquired about him. The Wolves aren't re-signing D'Angelo Russell, so I get. Uh, so he's not coming back at all. So he's if you're, not going to Miami. What does Eric Spolstra want anything to do with D'Angelo Russell? Hey, Pat Riley sees a guy; he's going to go get it. What does What does Pat Riley want with D'Angelo Russell? They I'm need a s- They need a point guard. Not him. They don't. Well, they, like, hey, if the wolf if the Wolves can get some assets back, we'll see what happens. No, I'm not saying the Timberwolves wouldn't be interested. There's no way Miami is actually interested in D'Angelo Russell. They're interested in dumping Kyle Lowry, but I think that's about it. I'd rather have Kyle Lowry if I'm the Heat, anyway. Yeah. So. Ish. Uh, go, 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 uh, Wolves. No, go. This is some of this is to to be fair. Some of this is our fault. Like, what's your what's your expectation of him anymore? Honestly, like, like, let's be honest as fans about who we think he is. He's an all right player. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. He's an all right player who makes bad decisions at the worst at at pretty bad times. He can make really tough shots and um he is very brave in shooting uh shots in crucial moments and he almost never makes them. He doesn't make, like, Daryl has a great bit on He's like, I've never seen anybody make more difficult shots than D'Angelo Russell and miss more easier shots than D'Angelo Russell. That's, just, not, uh, that's perfect. That's the perfect way to describe that's it. That's just who he is. He is not a, we need to realize he's not a needle mover. No. He just isn't. He's And the Wolves realize that because they're not re-signing D'Angelo Russell. And he's not at the role he's expected to play. Like teams need to figure this out too. Is he your third best player? And expected to be as much? Yep, probably. Is he leading should he lead your second unit and just let him have the ball in his hands all the time? Like really high usage rate. Pick and roll with him. Let him make choices. Four shots, but you're in the set. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 100%, he would kill there. He needs to understand that that's probably his role. And he's never, He's. it doesn't seem like he gets that. Yeah, that's that's been the big issue. But he's also a good passer. Yeah, he, there's, he's he not. Just, his bonehead is like for every one. He's like a one-to-one guy, which is not ideal out of a starting point guard. For yeah. every great decision play he makes. He makes a poor decision or play. Mm-hmm. It's not a good ratio. <laughs> no. So the D'Angelo Russell era seems like it's coming to a to an end, if not by the trade deadline, at least by the end of the season. Uh, Corey, another name that's come up in trade talks: 
Louis Arise for the Twins. Uh, quick gut-level feeling, what are your thoughts on it? Should the Twins trade Arise if it could land them a potential ace starting pitcher? Yeah, sure. Like, I love I love him. He provides the Twins something that they don't have, which just is a guy who puts the ball in play. It seems like they don't have a ton of that. Um, so I really appreciate that from him. He's obviously the the batting champ. Um, they have a, a weird glut of utility type infielders, and they need an, they need starting pitch like an ace. They need like an ace, 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 ace guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if that's what you can do, but you don't just trade them to like, man, we got another two slash three starter that's not worth it yeah that's that's not worth it if you're gonna trade Luis Arise it's gotta be worth your while I know Pablo Lopez has been the name the twins have been inquiring on but the twins don't even want a one for one Arise for Pablo Lopez swap it's gonna have to be uh, a culmination of some other things uh, put in there as well to make it worth the Minnesota Twins while when it comes to trying to land that frontline starting pitcher whether uh whether you get another pitcher involved in the mix, whether there's another prospect coming your way, maybe you get another MLB caliber bullpen arm. I don't know, but uh, look, I'm on Corey's boat. I don't want to trade Luis Arise. I think he's a nice foil for what a lot of the other twins do. Byron Buxton's a guy who crushes the ball. He strikes out higher than average. He's not Miguel Sano, but he still strikes out a little bit higher. Uh, You have some other high strikeout guys on your lineup, some big heavy hitters. So to balance that out, you do need a Luis Arise to just give your lineup a little bit of diversity in play style. And having Luis Arise on the team is huge for that. But that being said, He's a guy without a position. He does. He can play some first base, but Alex Kirilov is probably your first baseman. Maybe Jose Miranda ends up being your long-term third, uh, first baseman, rather. So Luis Arise is a guy without a position and a guy without a, a big role other than to be a nice contact hitter, and that's great. But uh, you know, if it can land you something better, like a frontline starting pitcher, you're going to need to do it. But trading Arise just to trade Arise is not ideal, and I think the Minnesota Twins know that deep down as well. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, January 19th.